Raph, you're back. Yes, mate. How are you, Josh? Um, yeah, good. I mean, if the dogs had stopped barking in the background. Yeah, it's a nice touch, isn't it? Man's best friend. Apparently. Uh, yeah. Episode two, uh, you decided, um, I mean, you're very clearly going to be sort of weaving in and out through this time. You're, um, you're running all the socials anyway, so if anybody out there is reaching out to the uh, Advice for Blokes Instagram or Facebook pages there, you're actually going to be the one receiving their uh, love or hate. Yeah, hopefully more love has been so far which has been really encouraging obviously we've had a um a lot of contact from a lot of people friends and um not friends or friends of friends who have reached out and said you know great work so far guys um good on you for putting yourselves out there and we really enjoyed the first one so that was really nice feedback to to get from anyone that has taken the time to listen and i think my biggest fans actually my missus know it was um yeah it was really good to get that positive encouragement when you're taking on a new project with someone did she Say, can you please say my name in the next one? Potentially. <laughs> hey, Noah. I did last time anyway, didn't I? No, you just said my missus. Oh, how generic yeah. of me. Well, I figured you were just keeping it um, open for the amount of uh, pussy you're going to be swing, uh, like batting away with your uh, massive ginger dick. <laughs> Hardly it's been blokes in the inbox. <laughs> I just wanted to prove I'm not gay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, of course. You don't suck dick like a gay guy. Mm. That's for sure. Apparently not. Uh, so the things I... Listening back to the last one was an interesting experience. Um, a lot of people said that you have an amazing voice for radio and uh, everyone said I have an amazing face for radio. <laughs> not that this is radio though because... Isn't it the opposite? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the... Um, sorry, I was muting my phone because I'm a professional. Oh, mine's been vibrating on the desk. Whoops. So uh, the some of the things I, I don't know that we ne- necessarily followed through to their um, conclusion was mm. you y- talked about the depression side of things and we did briefly um, speak about the, the whole doctor side of things and yeah. prescription medication for treating anxiety, depression, those kinds of things. Yeah, I think we kind of, we kind of skimmed over it. We really um, <coughs> dug deep into... Um, Pardon me, fuck, that's going to be a bit of a trend. Um, we really dug deeper into the financial side and, um, you know, how that affected... Well, I don't think we talked about how it affected me, um, you know, any further than from a top level that obviously it's quite difficult um, to deal with and handle and it, it can lead to mental health problems. Um, I think if we were to, you know, to dive into more from the mental health um, aspects of, uh, you know, depression, anxiety... Uh, doctor's medication um, obviously I've been through depression and anxiety um, any of my friends will know um, that I have only because when it happened when I first thought I kind of dealt with it and got over it I kind of you know as a lot of people do will kind of put out a post there to say you know you may not have known but I went through this really hard time and I've seeked help and you know I've had some really good results and if I look back on that time um, it was kind of a bit after, if I go back to episode one, I was talking about coming back from Melbourne and trying to find my feet. Um, you know, I had to, I went to a doctor because basically I was in a pretty bad, pretty bad place. And is this a, you just went to a GP? Yeah, I went to my GP. It tends to be the first step they recommend is just go speak to your GP and tell them um, what you're going through and they'll kind of, you know, depending on what you say. But if it's anything like, I suppose most people would go through and not pass on as they may be having um, suicidal thoughts. They may feel, you know, worthless or a burden to people around them. Um, a sense of not being able to get out of bed in the morning. You don't want to. I, I don't. Bed. You can't say that that's depression. Always. No, because some fuck people, it. Bed. Bed is amazing. I don't want to get a bed any morning. That's especially what some in winter. sex is done. <laughs> like if you're a weirdo. It, it depends if you're in a relationship or not. <laughs> Well, then there's no sex No sex there. whatsoever. Yeah. Like any marriage of 10 years. <laughs> we also don't have sex in the bed. <laughs> so, I think that's where I started. Um, GP, you know, straight away from what I'd said. Um, they get you on, I believe it's a bomb plan, um, which is basically... A Bureau of Meteorology? Definitely not. Keep you watching the weather. <laughs> it's um, to stop you from being a suicide bomber. Um, no, it's um, <laughs> it's basically a rescue. I should know what it is, but it's it's just basically a government initiative that gets you six uh, free appointments with a psychologist. I think it's five now. Five or six? Yeah. 
it's a couple of years ago, or more than a couple of years ago now for me. Um, so yeah, so I went to a psychologist and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I wear my heart on my sleeve already. Anyone that knows me will, will know that. Um, so it isn't extremely hard for me to open up, but because of my personality, I think I had a, you know, I had the facade of being, I'm the fun party guy that, you know, no problems. I definitely don't have financial problems. I don't have emotional problems. Um, but it was the opposite case. So, you know, in a closed closed doors with a um, psychologist, it was it was still quite easy for me. I know for some people it must be extremely difficult to you know to dig deep and to speak about these things. But it was quite interesting. It wasn't what I thought had caused a lot of the issues. Um, you know, obviously my financial stress that I just caused through you know stupid decisions, mismanagement, all the other things we discussed in the first episode. Um, definitely a huge factor, and the psychologist agreed. But there were some other things from my childhood. Um, more, you know, family relationship-wise that had caused, you know, some deep-down problems that linked to some of my behaviours and um, the way I maybe, you know, treated other people around me or, you know, perceived how they treated me. So um, those five or six sessions, whatever it may be, I think I went once a fortnight or every three weeks or something. You know, basically after that, oh, and of course, massive thing, um, being medicated. Um, yeah, right. So the um, medication side of things, they did the the GPs. They just go uh, go on a mental health plan, and uh, here's a script for citalopram. Okay. Is what I uh, went I on, mean, which is quite common. For everyone, but yeah, it's usually quite common though that people get put on to citalopram. Um, but that's their that's their go to. Well, it's a or you know to get more technical, it's an SSRI. So it's a serotonin um, replenishment. I believe is how it works. You, mm-hmm. Oh, we have computers. We can probably find out. Um, Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Yes. So it's just a it's a mood balancer basically to give you some control over your your mood and your emotions. So instead of keeping you instead of you being uh, you know swinging from a ten to a one, you sort yes. of try to it keeps you at a five or a six. Absolutely, it really just plateaus you and flattens you out and gives you a little bit of control. Um, the first two weeks um, of being on it, usually, depending on the severity of your um, anxiety, whether you have panic attacks. Again, I'm not a doctor. This is all from personal experience. And I've met a doctor once, so you can listen to whatever I say. <laughs> <laughs> um, it can be really, really hard at the start, um, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You get through that initial, um, you know, you're messing with your brain chemicals basically but mm. once that all stabilizes it really does happen you just you kind of have a bit of a oh i'm not so as you said from zero to a what did you say zero to ten zero to a hundred yeah from ten to one yeah it's you you're just not all over the shop but kind of flattens you and gives you the ability to start making you know steps in the right direction and you know under the guidance of um a psychologist was good you know they suggest many different things it's all dependent on who you are it's all very personal um at the same time i started training um at a gym with a mate um body movement um scott madden who owns that over at king cumber shout out to scott um it's actually where i met noah when i first started at that gym and so that was really helpful um gave me you know a different social community as well as at the time, I wasn't working full-time either when all this happened. I was, this was all during my transition of shit from Melbourne. Um, so I was getting up at the crack of dawn um, and heading over to train. And, you know... And when you say train, so this body movement, are you doing boxing at this stage? Or no. This is no, just like this a, is, um, it was one of those culty fucking uh, <laughs> F45 slash... Look, a bit like that, but different. CrossFit I'll give Scott slash, some credit. It's a okay. mix of, um, you know, a mix of CrossFit and interval training and, you know, all sorts of things. It's evolved still today. It's, it's a bit different. I've been in there for years. Um, but anyway, I don't need to go into the details of all that. Just exercise and the routine of exercise um, was a really big thing for me. Um, and it really made a big difference as well as seeking the help I needed as well as being medicated. And all those things started to really give me some balance again. Um, and I noticed through the whole journey, you know, you speak to certain people, probably less speaking actually, more reading. Um, reading people? No, not reading people. Reading maybe online or Dr. Read, Google. read some books. Dr. Google. Probably mm-hmm. less Dr. Google. More like um, there's a website called The Mighty. 
um, and it's all about uh, mental health and it's all blogs on basically it's a lot of user-generated content pardon me uh, about you know kind of handling or living with mental health in every aspect from PTSD to you know panic disorders depression anxiety you know every facet of you know kind of the overwhelming or overarching theme of depression and mental health. Right. So that was kind of the the steps I took. Also, I kind of skipped some, my point there. So medication is sometimes frowned upon by a lot of people. Um, you know, anyone that listens to Joe Rogan will often hear anyone, a lot of different people come on and say, you know, you just need to, you know. David Goggins get, perhaps. Yeah, get up at five in the morning and train really hard and get over it and stop being a selfish cunt. Um, and there's lots of people that will say that and that's half the problem that the stigma with mental health has always been um, just fucking get over it it's not that bad you know um, yeah I, the um, you know How I Met Your Mother Barney there he I think he talked uh, he was speaking not directly to depression but he uh, said something you know uh, one time I got sad but uh, then I stopped being sad and became awesome <laughs> And, and yeah, that's um, it's my new Instagram bio. Not, not a direct quote, obviously. <laughs> I probably butchered the delivery, but uh, I, I've known certain members of my family in the past, and my dad's um, a great example of this. I won't go on about that story now. It's uh, people will cry, but he uh, believes that if you look at where you are. And then compare yourself to somebody who's worse off. That should be your source of happiness. Hmm. What are you worried about? There are people dying in Africa of AIDS. Yes. I mean, Charlie Sheen's dying of AIDS. That (laughs) motherfucker's having a great time. (laughs) Uh, But that's not a... um, Having that... Having people say, why are you so unhappy or why are you so sad? There's people fucking heaps worse off than you. But... In my experience for me, somebody says that and then you instantly feel much fucking worse about your state of being because you you go, oh, hold on, I'm a rational being. This guy has just said there are people that are heaps worse off than I am and he's fucking right. How dare I feel so bad about myself and that makes you feel even worse about yourself because you're like, what a fucking selfish piece of shit I am. Uh, You know, the members of my family have done that same thing uh, other than my dad where it's, you just... What are you trying to do? You're trying to draw a conclusion for your state of being based on the fact that somebody in this world is more fucked up than you are. But, you know, these little motherfuckers out there with uh, AIDS in the middle of the Serengeti, I don't know if that's where they live, but it sounds like it's in Africa. Uh, (laughs) They still, like, they're waking up, they're they're smiling. They have a condition and and they're they're dealing with their particular lot in life. Um, So it's never a helpful thing for somebody when you, you... you say, oh, you know, I'm feeling... There's one thing to feel a little bit depressed, but there's another thing, I think, to uh, to legitimately have a, a depressed episode. Yeah, there's a big... It's not an a big difference. It's, it doesn't last forever. Feeling um, a bit of... Ang- you know, feeling anxious is normal for everyone, regardless of your mental health level. Yeah. Um, for me, the, the, I've felt anxious in the past about certain things, but... Mm. Never a uh, never the the recent sort of debilitating level of anxiety. No. where I feel like I'm completely fucking stuck where I am, but I I need to be doing everything else. But I'm almost crippled by apathy. Social media and its role and the kind of effects it does have on people. And I'd see it. You just you see it so often. And there's a couple of viral posts going around at the moment about a lot of or some influence. I'd say a lot, but I've seen some influences. They're like. The world has collapsed around them because likes, influencers, social, social media, media influencers. Yes. Yeah. I, when I started hearing that phrase, I was like, well, "We just keep fucking making up like job titles now." So and my daughter constantly talks about, "I want to be a YouTuber." Ah, so does my stepdaughter. I, I mean, I want to be a YouTuber, but no. hence <laughs> <laughs> uh, the. So we've got these like fictitious job titles. Any job title, arguably, if you tra- trace it back far enough, has just been made up um, by someone. Mum was made up. Mum? No, mine. Social oh. media specialist. What the fuck was that? SMS. How long ago? It's ironic. 20 years? 10? 15? I don't think... Fucking 10. Me- so, all right. If you could explain your job poorly... Which is how I'm going to do it when my chance to speak <laughs> comes in the second. If you could explain your job poorly... Yes. What would it be? Um, 
It would be... A Facebook good? I do Facebook really good. Uh, social media specialist, yes. So specialize in one of the social media channels, predominantly Facebook. Facebook, yep. um, And the extremely complex and ever-evolving um, ad media buying system, basically. Um, and it... Fuck, that was such a boring sentence, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> What would be your really poor explanation for what you do? <laughs> uh, try not to get arrested um, by, you know, not breaking the law. Um, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, <laughs> which no, job are we talking talk about? about? <laughs> do you want to talk about the one that brings in brings in my money? What do I do? I make sure uh, I make sure people I make sure people's websites don't uh, don't break down. Okay. Yes, that sounds like I'm a well, yeah. You know, I'm a cloud engineer. Oh, fuck! The fuck does that mean? No one knows what the cloud is, and uh, I engineer that. So it's, people's it's eyes invisible. just fucking glaze over. There's no <laughs> point. In this what do you do? Uh, drive garbage trucks. I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't give a shit. I work I'd at McDonald's. See. I don't care. I don't need to talk about my job. No, it it's boring matter, as shit. It? No one cares. It's almost that token thing. How's work? Good. Busy. Yeah. Oh, real busy. You know, fucking rawr, get in at nine thirty. Leave it. 3.30, you know, long days. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It's interesting. I had a... Um, sounds a, like a, That almost sounds like a teacher's working timetable, uh-huh. which, as we all know, is the easiest job in the world. Uh, you yes. get three months' worth of holidays a year. Uh, what do you do? You, me. you work fucking 9 at nine a.m. to 3 p.m. <laughs> and you the get six-week holidays at Christmas. <laughs> six yeah. weeks off at no, Christmas. Three months' worth of holidays a year. That's it's crazy. Because you've got six be weeks in the middle with all the, the term breaks, and then you've got the fucking six... Seven weeks. My six-year-old stepdaughter is learning fine off of PlayStation and YouTube. You mm. bet your bottom dollar. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I was going somewhere for a second there. Uh, it was Doesn't do really it busy. Um, no, I have a point about this. I spoke to a, a an old client. The reason he's not the client is because he doesn't work for the company anymore. But he was. We had that catch up, and he said, "How you been? Busy?" And he said the same thing, and he goes. Doesn't everyone say that? I was like, yeah. And he goes, it's interesting, you know. He's like, I'll ask you again. He's like, have you been busy, productive, or just busy wasting fucking time? Yeah, and I was they, like, what do they call it? Busy work. And I was like, no, actually, I have been busy, productive. And he's like, tell me a bit more about this. And it was kind of interesting because it's so often you'll bump into friends you might not have seen for, you know, your close friends who you're seeing quite regularly, you just jump straight into it. You don't ask stupid things like that. Yeah. Um, but it's almost that acquaintance type oh. or a friend you haven't seen before. How you been, mate? Yeah, busy. And you move on. But so it's part of the social norm. It's part of the social norm, but it was good that, you know, and this is someone I barely know, and he pushed me on it, and we had a, you know, ended up having a really good discussion about what's been going on, you know, working, you know, I work an extra job on the side um, of working at Missing Link Social Media, I work at the Edge Cycles at Gosford, the bike shop that I started at when I was young. I still do Saturdays there occasionally. Um, and, you know, we were doing housework, doing some renovations at home, you know, I recently got a fireplace, had to get a chainsaw, started collecting my own wood. You know, this endless... You wouldn't have had to get a chainsaw if you didn't get a fireplace. Uh, but do you know how good it is sitting in front of a fireplace? And it's worth all the sawback and money that I had to spend getting that fucking Plus fireplace. you feel really manly about it. Well, There's I, need, nothing, I uh, needed that. I get splinters. Shout out to the guys who uh, call up and get a load of wood delivered to their house. <laughs> And then and then um, complain when they get a splinter because they have to move it from the driveway where the tip truck uh, <laughs> driver has just fucking dropped it off because he doesn't care. He's done his job. I'm lucky, actually, because I back onto, um, onto bushland so I can... And this is interesting. You might be able to answer this question for me. Um, we go up into Seven the bush inches. and we ah, chainsaw fallen trees and bring them down into our yard. I've heard conflicting... Um, I guess points or arguments mm. about. It depends on uh, when you say there's bush behind you. It depends on what sort of bush that it's is. It's private land. It's private land. Yeah, someone owns it. Okay. No one knows who it is. It's. Um, I asked the council to find out who it is because we have an easement that's fucked, mm. and it's flooded the neighbours, which the neighbours are cunts, so sucked in. Um, but it when it's really bad, it does affect our yard as well. So. And then the secondary notion of that was, was a large tree that if it did fall is so fucking big, it would touch our house and it's on private land and the council like, it's private, we can't do anything about that tree. But is it okay to walk on a private land? It's bushland. Firstly, uh, you're definitely trespassing from a legal standpoint. I'm not a solicitor, but I have met one. 
Me too. And uh, you, so you are trespassing. I think there were some uh, new laws introduced uh, recently as well regarding going on to farm or primary produce mm-hmm. property uh, that people can be fined up to $1,000 on the spot. I love it when they say it's a $1,000 on the spot fine. Like, so I'm just curious to how that works. They're just they like, have you're not fucking leaving. Until you swipe your card. Yeah. Or oh, cash. Fuck, got, got no Telstra coverage out here. <laughs> uh, yeah, the FPOS terminal won't work. <laughs> you have to leave your four-year-old child as collateral. <laughs> a thousand bucks. I'm not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding? I can make another one. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yes. You can get away with saying those things. On the I could spot, get in fine. Well, I don't have a four-year-old. I've got a six and a seven-year-old, so. Well, I have a six. That I didn't make. But I do adore. But you are attempting to break. So Joy's... I'm not trying to... You know that she's going to... So there was a saying that it was... Uh, everybody grows up waiting for their parents to say sorry and their kids to say thank you. Fucking hell, that's so... My mum's been <laughs> trying to hand me for that for years. And I've uh, been, that's, that's, I think... I think I told the psychologist that when I was yeah. there. <laughs> I just want mummy to say sorry. Yeah. So quite, if every single generation is, is going through exactly that same thing, why will my parents not say sorry and why will my kids not say thank you? Well, I've seen, um, you know, if any Greens affiliated pages wants baby boomers to say sorry for existing and giving birth to all the new Greenies. <laughs> Fuck, man, those baby boomers. Granted, they have uh, possibly influenced the property prices somewhat, uh, but they... They did some work. Like, they fucking worked. They saved money. They were smart with their money Mm. uh, for the most part. And they grew up through a a generation that was going through, you know, year-on-year growth for the most... Again, for the most part. Although, they also endured the the massive sort of 18% interest You took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say that's what they had to go through. It's... um, So, it hasn't been all, like clear sailing for them no, but the thing is they didn't sit back and go oh it's uh, it's the government's fault that i'm in such a shit position and i don't get enough on my welfare and they just fucking dug in like they, these motherfuckers were coming off the back of the the second world war again even if it wasn't them directly mm. they were still instilled with that idea that jesus fucking christ like shit could be blown up yeah they're very great might be dead very grateful. And now we're worried about Zimza, Zimze, they... Fuck off. What are you, like, what are you really worried about? You, you don't have enough to worry about in the world. That's why you're now problematizing fucking everything. Yeah, I don't care about many of those things. Ben, I have so many real things to care about, like hmm. taking care of my stepdaughter, looking after exactly. my, my partner Noah, providing for my family, doing a good job at work, paying bills, like... Uh, the, the list is endless. How the fuck could you add on things that are almost made up subjective issues? Well, they are. They're very fictitious. They're fictitious. That's what they are. Yeah. It's that, um, you, saw, you saw that study that the, um, the three university professors did where they were writing those um, articles around uh, the fact that dogs humping in a park was um, proof of uh, toxic masculinity. <laughs> Um, Please stay. <laughs> huh? No, you haven't read that one. I'll, uh, I don't think I could read it. Uh, the, the, it's good. There's it, it, the articles became white papers because they were peer-reviewed papers. So that their whole concept was that we're going to write some articles that are so fucking full of bullshit. But write oh, it. I remember this. Yeah, I remember exactly this actually there, clearly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. And they nah, managed nah, to nah, get nah. ten, eleven, twelve papers published. Yeah, whatever. It was crazy. Yeah, That's just our shows society, the kind of where you've, shows you've got these in. academics who are like, yeah, 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 well, we, we completely agree with the fact that you've problematized everything. Let's talk about... Uh, no wonder these cunts have depression and anxiety. You've got so much, you know, you're scared of how you speak to people, you're scared of how you interact, you're scared to offend any single person you yeah, talk yeah, to. It's a, it's a vocal minority for sure. That's And, and social media obviously uh, sort of blows their voices up. Yeah. Which is fine, that's what it's there to do. It's supposed to help people get in contact with each other f- far more quickly. Well, uh, actually, um, good point is today I saw The Guardian had an article about it's time we cancelled Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> now, 
I didn't if read I'm the not, article. If I'm not mistaken, this is his last movie anyway. Yeah. If, so you, if you read the uh, Quentin Tarantino universe yeah, well, theories, that this is his last one. I um, didn't like the headline, obviously, but my new test... What are you, you going to do? New? Cancel a person? <laughs> so you just... It's um, a fucking joke. But I read the comments and the comments culture. saved me because the comments were like the people that had read it yeah. going, you fucking bullshit clickbait headline. It's not that the article didn't say that. The article said that, but they're like... You're making, you knew that this subject matter is inflammatory and a small minority of cunty people will fall for it and believe it. But the majority of people like me would just be like, are you fucking serious? Like, what is this nonsense? Read it and go, this is fucking nonsense. You've got your click. Your display advertising is going to pay off because you've got it through. You're probably going to have a pop-up that's like, can you please contribute before we show you another article? <laughs> and having having worked in uh, in it amongst the online advertising industry for, for some time, I will tell you this, people. If you are paying to advertise on somebody's website, the amount of clicks that they've sold you, let's say that they're going to sell you 250,000 clicks or 250,000 views, right? So we'll say views. There's um, a lot of the automotive, a lot of the... Uh, industry-specific stuff, that the websites there will go through a platform called um, Google... What is it? Uh, AdWords for Publishers mm. or um, DFP, uh, whatever it is. can't remember. So these guys get registered uh, through the Google platform and then they will fucking pay for traffic to meet the amount that they sold you. And when I say pay for traffic, these are often automated bots that are uh, clicking on uh, browsers or they're paying uh, people living in subcontinent India and whatever and Philippines, Philippines, etc. They're paying these people to literally click on links, visit their website so that they hit the budget that, that they've actually sold you. It's fucking disgusting. And of course, everybody's looking for this eternal growth. So they want, you know, 3% more the next month and 5% and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they just keep paying for this fucking traffic that's not engaging in your ads. Just be very fucking mindful of that if you're paying for that stuff. Uh, I was disgusted by it. I thought, why don't, we, why don't we actually just like not try and oversell the amount of traffic that we're actually getting? Oh, sorry, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't suit our MO. It's interesting in the, um, you know, working in social media marketing and, you know, kind of half, half a foot in the digital marketing space. Um, people expect constant growth, you know? Mm. And I guess it would be the same if you're, even as a person on, you know, one of your private social media channels, you post a picture, and this is a kind of Instagram's got rid of the likes for now, is you want to see that you got more likes than you did last time because you need growth, improvement, gratification. Why don't we take that need for growth and improvement and actually make it introspective? Instead of I need to enhance more and more what I, what the world thinks of me, or it in, indeed actually feel like the world is is appreciating who I am more and more, mm. and we went okay. Well, what are some internal goals? Again, we go back to don't shit myself, and I haven't shit myself since we uh, did the last podcast. So you all be happy to know about that. It's only a few days. You've done really well. Thank you. I do have swamp ass at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> It is, uh-huh. yeah. It's not a comfortable position where you like you feel like you just need to go to the toilet and wipe your ass just because it's it's sweaty. <laughs> uh, but I think what you're talking about with um, you know introspective goals rather than you know increased vanity metrics on social media channels and what do people think of me? Um, you know, doing something for yourself. What do people think of you, Raf? Well, I don't know. I'd have to ask someone. You don't other have than to. you. Cause what you, do you reckon? What do you reckon? To be quite honest. You? I kind of stopped caring a lot, you know. I wouldn't, I don't know when to kind of earmark the notion of I stopped caring as much. So if about you could, if you could uh, architect the view mm-hmm. that other people have of you, mm-hmm. what what would that be it, based on your based on your actual behaviour? I don't think I'd want to. Um, no, but like if you're if, if you're like I do these things, I interact with people. Mm-hmm. This is what I would want them to think of me. I would like them to think of me that I am just being myself in the sense of that person isn't, as in me, is not putting on any facade or behavior that makes them more likable. Um, 
you know, I take a certain pride, which might be stupid or misguided, in being a bit arrogant, um, probably swearing too much and swearing sometimes in the wrong places, in the workplace or in meetings. I lo- if someone gets offended by lo- that, I like that because you're not changing it. And that's probably a cunty attitude, but it, at least it, it kind of... I was someone who cared so fucking much about what people thought of me. Everyone needed to love me and everyone needed to, you know, I needed constant gratification of you're a good boy, you're a nice kid, you're all these things. So now I'm like, if someone's a bit upset by how I am, I'm like, you oh. fucking dog, cunt. Exactly. That's fair enough. I'd, I'm doing the right thing then because I'm just being true to myself. Right. So being true to yourself though, I'll go back to that. Mm-hmm. If someone was to write a write three paragraphs to describe what they think Raph is like. Yeah. And, and people people aren't going to go, Raph's authentic. No. Raph is very heartfelt. They're going to go, uh, he's got a red beard. Yep. He's got a, um, a short... Well, he did shave it for that fight and uh, it was difficult to look at you for a little bit. Yeah. I'd like to use the excuse that I haven't fought again because they haven't changed the fucking rules around amateur boxing and uh, having beards. I mean, look, by the third time I'd seen you without the beard, I was quite happy to accept that you were just a Down syndrome baby. (laughs) I did did get used to it. Noah was actually, and this is, you know, another reason why I love her because some people, I hear stories often of girls hating beards. Noah was so fucking mad. She's like, if you shave that off, I'm, I'm fucking, fucking I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah. She's like, you are an ugly cunt with no chin. I'm out. I was like, thanks, babe. But, <laughs> but I like that. I do really like that, that she said that. I fucking went a long way because I felt that way. I was like, I'm really upset this beard's got to come off. And then I got rid of it. I'm like, I have front teeth, ears, and that's it. It's just, just no bottom jaw. I don't know why... When it's sunk back. I don't know if that's years of partying that your jaw goes back slowly. I think this is perspective and we're talking uh, (laughs) about um, uh, comparison when it comes to financial um, markets. Yeah, yeah, we touched on this briefly yesterday. It's the comparison of what it was to what it is. Ah, yes. Right? Not, Not so much. It's not like if you had never grown a beard, you would still be a very handsome gentleman. And but once the beard is not there time. anymore, it's like, fuck, which cancer does he have? <laughs> it was, um, I went into the gym. I remember when I got it. So I left at the last minute. Gym's mowing? No, into uh, G6, which was the gym I was boxing out of at the uh, time. Yeah. And um, I'd shaved my beard off. So it must have been the day before the fight. And I went in for my last session. And as I walked in, it took a, one of the trainers, Joey, had to like genuinely like double take double take and like yeah. squint his eyes and be like and then once he realized he's still bunged on the joker like hi oh, mate who's I'm, this guy no, hi yeah. mate I'm, I'm Joey nice to meet you and then a few people from the um, that were also fighting the next day were kind of like burst out laugh laughter screaming and laughter just <laughs> fucking hell you look so different I don't know I, the, the whole uh, is it just New South Wales where you gotta wear headgear in a boxing match um, or is fuck, it? Uh, it, it it's, there's a, probably going to be multiple states in Australia. Well, because they got rid of it in the Olympics because they were hoping that would increase viewership and make it a bit more exciting. Def- um, definitely. And in boxing, it's there's no. See, Olympics is the most corrupt organization in the world potentially. Um, you don't earn money, and they make so much fucking money. Off is this sh- the IOC you're talking about? Yeah, International Olympic Committee. There's no income for performing in the Olympics and being what's supposed to be... You're, that's supposed to be the greatest well, achievement. Okay, so the, the, there are sponsorship deals though, right? So people do make money off sponsorship deals, which is fine. But why is the organisation I mean, paying? Because they to, make a lot of money. We'd be happy to take a sponsor or 10. So this... Uh, what, what day are we now? We're Wednesday. Hump day. What um, did you get up to on Sunday? Um... I was going to work, yeah. Um, bit of overtime for Perry. Um, Noah and I had Aisha, um, and we just have been so busy, so I really wanted to spend some time with the girls. Been so busy. Yeah. Busy doing stuff, which is true. Um, so I wanted to spend some time with the girls, so um, what the f- 
fuck did we do on Sunday? I'm I'll show sure you what you did, Raf. We went to a lunking. You we? went. Uh, you ended up parking in a car park. <laughs> oh yeah. So I went to see the Lion King with the girls. Um, so this is the live action Lion King, obviously. Yeah, the new Lion King. Um, get to we're, we're running late. You know, we're on the phone. We're in different cars, and I'm like, just park, just get a park. We're in a bit of a hurry. I was very very busy when I got to um, Westfield at Tugra, and I swung into a spot, and I'm like, oh, this gonna be tight. I'm like, nah, I'll be right. And I didn't feel anything because you know, then the bar is because you have big. no soul. Well, that's probably true as well, but I um, the Navarra is big and heavy, and um, <laughs> but I heard a scrape. I was like, "Oh God!" I hope that was only a little one. And I get out, and it wasn't so little, because um, I was hoping I wouldn't have to leave my details. But I definitely was going to have to leave my details. Did you have that? Like, if you could, you know, reasonable amount about cars. What if you were to estimate how much damage? Financially, you'd cause um, to the other car at least five hundred. Um, I popped in a bumper as well as I scraped the actual, you know, the body, the doors, the, not the doors. Okay. This is all rear right hand. Um, okay, just on the guard, guard and okay. above the guard. What sort of car was it? Um, I can't remember to tell you the truth. It might have been a. Um, Doesn't sound like you were really there, Raf. It was purple. Tell you that much. Um, they say women are bad drivers. I mean, well, look, we'll get to the point is that I got my business cards in a wallet. I stuffed one on the inside of the driver's door and put one under the windscreen wiper and was like, fuck, fuck. Because <laughs> spewing rain Noah. I was like, I'm mad. I'm in a hurry. Did you have that dilemma where you got out of the car and looked around? Yes, 100%. So when I got out of the thought, ca- do I move? Do I have to? Yeah, I did actually, but it was all based on I'm going to look at this and if is if this is one of the ones where I get my sleeve and give it a rub and there's barely there, yeah. I'm going to walk away. But when I turned walked around the back of the U, I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake." I was like, "This is bad." I'm like, "What's my car like?" "Oh, fucking hell, I've taken a big chunk out of mine too." So I was like, "I because it's funny, I've done this before and I actually got fucked over, but I um hit a car in a car park in an IKEA in a work car, didn't have permission to have the work car either. And but I really fucked it up. I hit this car so hard, I didn't feel it, but I saw the car starting to roll. In my window, I'm looking out, seeing a car lift and about to roll onto its side. And as I come past it, it drops and slams back into my car. Anyway, cut a long story short, the, per- I, the damage wasn't that bad. I had got photos off her, sent them to someone, got a you know, ballpark quote. She sends me a quote. The whole quote directly from the smash repairer for five and a half thousand dollars. It's not just where I hit; it's every panel on the car, every scrape, dents on the other side. So she just got it in. Was like, "How much to do the whole thing?" Right. I sent, and I was like, "So anyway, that got sorted out fifteen hundred. But even though nearly getting fucked over before, um, I still was like, I would be, I'd be fucking gutted if I came out to my car and it had a large impact damage because I've had door dents and I get upset." Yeah, of course. Um, I've taken photos of cars next to me that have been suspicious of just for the fuck of it. Like, yeah. maybe I'll do something. Maybe I'll see that car again with a new door dent in me. So, yeah, left my business cards. Um, so, this was Sunday. Expecting, I was in the movies expecting a text or a call. That night I expected something. The next day. We're Wednesday now and I actually haven't heard a thing. Um, my only theory is that I was parked quite close to them, obviously. I fucking hit them. So, I was too close to them. Um, and they may not have seen it getting in, but the, our business cards are actually quite fancy, our new business cards, and I feel like they may have thought, being two of them, that they were marketing materials, not business cards. There is no way you saw that damage, and it, it's just not possible. It was quite substantial. They may have assumed it was already there. Potentially. Um, Maybe it wasn't their car. Maybe it was stolen. It wasn't a very nice car. It wasn't very shit either. It was kind of a, let's say like it's probably Kia. worth five or six thousand dollars, maybe a Kia, Kia. or something. Um, usually pretty good cars. I was like, looked, saw damage, left cards, fucked off. Yeah. I was more excited to see um, Mufasa die and try not to cry. Um, <clears throat> if he's dead, how can he cry, Raf? No, me, not him. Oh, that makes more sense. It, you you can't watch that scene and not. <clears throat> get Don't it. ruin it for me. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Spoiler alert. He dies again. So, um... Fine. But it, very strange, though. There's a few factors that could have played 
into me not is it is it karma <laughs> i left my details there before i got off <laughs> yeah i had a um my birthday by the I, way if they call me now you can get fucked it's too late <laughs> i think the statute of limitations is six months uh, but i mean the the burden of proof's on them that you did it yes the uh, uh for my birthday when i was heading uh down to um have dinner with my family i was waiting at a roundabout and the car in front of me for all intents and purposes left and so I started looking to the right of the roundabout because there was a, an off-ramp from the freeway coming yeah. onto that roundabout. So I started looking to the right. She's gone. Took my foot off the brake and just started rolling slowly forward and then went, oh, the fuck's happened here? I look up. She hasn't left. She's balked. <laughs> so I run into the back of her. Yay. On the way to my birthday dinner. <laughs> On my birthday, only two months after my wife has, uh, or my soon-to-be ex-wife has fucking completely destroyed my world. So I was like, yes, this That's is awesome. fun. Pile it on. This is so good. <laughs> so I pull around the corner. She stops in this really precarious place. I pull over in front of her. I'm like, hey, look, uh, I fucked up. My bad. And I said, here's my license. Take a photo. Give me your license. I'll take a photo as well. Now let's have a look at the damage. Walked around to the back of her car using our uh, our phone lights because uh, we're obviously millennials. I mean, she was 75 in the shade. But looking at the back of her car, there was very clearly a couple of little plastic, either exposed plastic or plastic mm. I had installed on her car, on yes. her rear bumper. And I said, I'm really, really sorry. I'm on my way to my birthday dinner. Um, let's get this done quickly. I'll, I'll fix you up with the money. Don't stress about it. You've got my details, so we exchanged phone numbers as well. I went and looked at the front of my car. No dramas, because it's a Ford. What the fuck's going to happen to that? The uh, Go to my dinner. Next day, I sent her a text message. Hey, just wanted to chase up, you know, what's going on. Mm. Uh, was there a problem? You, you've now seen it in the light of day. Let me know. Uh, she wrote back and said, hey, thanks for like five hours later. So I was yeah. stressed for five hours. Because I'm thinking she's ignoring me and she's just going to put it through insurance. I just would have fucking paid for it to be done. Yeah, just cash get done. Uh, she, yeah, texts me five minute, five hours later. Says, thanks very much for following up. Um, there's such a minor amount of damage on the back of the car that I wouldn't worry about it. And we're not even sure it happened during that accident. <laughs> so I was like, fucking awesome. I meant to buy her flowers, but I'm a piece of shit. I never got around to it. That is right. You are. Yeah, a piece she was of shit. fucking awesome. It was the, but I was straight up. I'm like, look, it was entirely my fault. More than happy to, to sort it out. The thing that pissed me off the most is my dad had two accidents like that over a period of a couple of years, and I used to take the fucking piss out of him for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you look in front? Like, you don't don't just assume the car's gone. And then I did that. And he was at my birthday party. He was, I was like, yeah, I just fucking did that thing that I always oh, take the piss out of you It's for. always the worst. The comeuppance you get from being arrogant about something that you think you'll never do. It happens to the best of us. It was an accident, so to speak. Yeah, I still can't believe that I got... I was... The damage was, you know, my car's not... My car's in great nick. I only got it... It's not brand new, but I only got it in... Fuck, January, February, whatever. Yeah. Um, and that car... It was so fucking obvious when I turned around. I was like... Oh, fuck. Because you know how the paint, it's not necessarily the color, but you get this kind of like white, dusty looking mark from a big scrape on the paint. Yep. And that's what on my coat. Yeah. And I didn't get any of their paint on mine. I just had this horrible kind of scuff mark that when I've wiped it down, yeah, the paint's gone. It's down to the black on the bumper. Mm -hmm. It was so fucking obvious. It's like to me, what did you you get home? You've thrown out what you thought was marketing material and then. And then, and then the next day, you, you go out to your car and go, oh, fucking hell, that was so... <laughs> or, you know, you go to work the next day and you're like, oh, someone hit my car in my work car park. <laughs> Wasn't that guy on Sunday that was crying at the Lion King. <laughs> did you cry? Um, yeah, I did. I'm um, Good. man enough to admit that. It's actually way more brutal. I heard someone say that it's not... I was on TV, they were talking about saying that um, because I do watch real free-to-air TV because I live with my parents... Because they live with me, actually. Don't all parents have Foxtel? They have Foxtel, but they only have it so they can watch free-to-air. They're tight asses. They've got Netflix and Stan and free-to-air. 
and they still stuck in the habit of free to air. I'm thinking I'm going to get off Netflix, man. I, I'm like, I don't mind. I, I love the idea of a streaming service. But there's such a small amount of content that we have here. And we get fucked over in Australia where we oh, end up with... They just go, here is uh, this amazing new TV show that you might like to watch that you've never heard of. And you go, fuck yes, I'm interested. Cool, start at season three. What the fuck? Where are the rest of the fucking seasons? They've removed them already. No, not it's a new one. Did you just say start at season three and it's a new one? Yeah, it's like they, we've just gotten the rights in Australia, but oh, they've only bought yes. seasons three, four, and five. That's um, there's a couple of shows that've done that. It's really what the fucked. fuck is the matter with you, Netflix? Yeah. It is you want really me to, painful. You want me to get invested in the story, but you don't want me to know where it started. Yeah, it's a fucking shit. I don't know. Mum and Dad have got. It's there is when you know when you're in the seventies. I guess you're a creature of habit, and trying to get them to like you don't. Mum, we'll, we're watching a show. Ads come on. She flicks to another channel to miss the ads. And then we'll be like, hey. You get invested in that story. Go back. Can we go back to the show we're just watching? And then it'll go back. It's, we've already missed a bit because we've been for so long. Dad will get mad. I'll be like, fucking hell. Like, this is just, can you just leave it on something? I'm like, actually, there's this thing called Netflix. You pay for it. Oh, actually, you pay for Stan too. Why don't you just watch fucking TV shows on there with no ads? You can pause it and do whatever you like. Do you remember when Foxtel came out and its biggest uh, selling point was there are no ads? <laughs> I do remember that because dad used to work for Foxtel. So we got it for free every single channel and it was revolutionary. In fact, I would say it was, no, that's not true. I'd probably more excited when Netflix came out, but I think I look back on it and having constant content, not having to choose on multiple, lots and lots of channels, but no fucking ads. Like it was, you know, quite remarkable. And then they started to sneak the ads in. That was hilarious. They just started to... Uh, who and, was it's it? been, and it's mainly Ruben because Murdoch. of them that we don't get, um, because they have the rights to many shows. That's right. I.e. Game of Thrones, or is that on not on Netflix in the US either? No, it's on Netflix. Really? In the US? Yep. Isn't it... Don't they have HBO on cable and same problem? Uh, I wouldn't fucking know. Wouldn't know, Dick. Oh, maybe it is HBO streaming. Anyway, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Disney's about to come out and fuck Netflix even worse. Well, you know, Foxtel are preparing themselves to be sold, like to be broken down and sold off. Oh, fucking oath, piss off, yeah. please. So, so Foxtel's, Foxtel's obviously, I mean, it's the death knell for Foxtel. Ha! That fuck, good. that is a good one. Do you have a badumch? No. Don't do it. We'll get, and all of our three listeners will stop listening. Not bad. That's it. <laughs> that's it. It was a good joke. Yeah, so the uh, so they've broken out their um, sports stuff onto Ko, I think it's called. Yes, yep. Which right. I get, which a is free a streaming service. Telstra. Yeah, so that's a streaming service. So I think their idea is to make that a valuable proposition for somebody it else is, to pick it up. It is. I think it's. I'm not sure how much it's it is. Slightly cheaper than the Foxtel equivalent. I think equivalent. it's seventeen dollars a month or fifteen dollars a month. Twenty bucks, whatever it is. It doesn't and matter. And you get all the sports. Like yeah, I mean, look, the irrelevant. That's fine. I mean, everything's going to be. But the cool part is, yeah, you do get all the sports. Do you still get the ability to buy onto the pay per view stuff? Good question. I'm um, not sure if you do. The only pay per view views I care about are UFC, yeah. um, on occasional boxing if it was good enough. Um, like you know, if Deontay Wilder or um, uh, the Gypsy King in the next fight, I'd really want to watch that and pay for it. I'm happy to pay for it. So I have um. UFC.tv, their app slash web browser service. So it's that, that's the $10 a month. Yeah, $10 a month. So you get all their free shit. And then when it's pay-per-view, you can buy it through that. But, you know, I've got PS4. You can buy a pay-per-view through PS4 as well. Oh, as long as you've got a uh, PlayStation account? Yeah. PlayStation, PSN account? PSN account, which I have. But, you know, uh, this is supposed to be advice for blokes. And uh, my uh, sporting interest is limited to, yeah, basically UFC and boxing. Um, and a bit of golf, but I'm not a diet, don't follow any football. Um, I will go and watch football games to drink beer because I like beer more than I like. It's all mid-strength though. Yeah, it's kind of fucked. No, I mean, go to the local pub and have a fucking real, real beer. Oh, okay. So sit there and watch it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah. When's the last speeding fine you got? Oh, I got one in, um, Noah and I were down in Melbourne. Um, fuck. We were down there for a, we drive? We drove down for a friend's wedding yeah. um, and on the way, the freeways are all 100 in Melbourne, uh, not 110. 
Um, and I got done for like 111 on the way out of basically with the first motorway you get onto heading out. Just one of those stationary cameras? Yeah, the stationary cameras. It's my They're first. fucking stationary cameras first in Victoria. And, first, last, and only speeding fine ever. F- those stationary cameras in Victoria are fucking shit. They just no blend in. No signs. They're like just... Did I just go past a camera? At least here in New South Wales, they go, you get three warnings or whatever it is. I don't know. From their perspective, it makes sense to not have warning. Of course. Fuck you, you're speeding, get a fine. How the fuck did New South Wales go? That's probably a privacy thing. Potentially. Um, But anyway, that was my first, you know, my one, uh, the worst thing was I got a hundred and, I want to say 190. That's your only speeding fine. Yeah, my first and only. And how much? 111 in a 100 zone. Yeah, which was, uh, fuck, it was expensive. It was two demerit points as well. It was $398. Um, yeah, the speeding ones, they fuck you on the price. And then that same, so we'd been out and Noah and I had been out in last night there. We're like, you know, let's go out for a quiet beer. Next minute, way more than a quiet beer. And um, I parked in the center of the fucking city in the limited parking they have, which is metered parking centered sufficiently centered then had like two or three hours sleep headed back to my car parked in the city and of course it had a parking fine two parking fines because I broke two I broke oh, the same it was thing over midnight. twice mm. um, which they were 90 each and then on the way out get my first and only so they a really expensive exit from Melbourne that was fucked that's a bit of a pussy uh, story of speeding to be fair well that's the one getting caught yeah, unless yeah. <laughs> don't don't worry about the alleged activities that you've done. No, I'm surprised. Oh shit! I'm surprised. It's not like I haven't driven fast. Like, I'm really lucky actually, and it gave me always a sense of any time anyone got busted, I'm like, you're fucking retarded. How the fuck do you get caught? I've never been caught. <laughs> yeah, karma. Too late now. And at a stationary camera too. Yeah, I've had an egg driving twice. My ex's though. dad, the, the old one at West Gosford, my ex's dad got done by that camera to the point that he lost his license. And it was 300 metres from where he worked. What? Yeah, he fucking explained that. How stupid that. do you get? Lost his license from getting done by the same fucking speed camera That's... that many times. And he drove a piece of shit car and you had to turn out onto the main road within 30 metres of the, of the camera. How the fuck he managed to speed within that I think that we need to period. get him in to discuss it. <laughs> this is a phenomenal, uh, just a phenomenal outcome. I have no idea how you could do that. That's, uh, that's one of the ones that actually ended up getting removed because they determined that it was predominantly there for the financial gain rather than the same as the one on Woiwei Road, wasn't it? Yeah, Woiwei Road and the one outside of the entrance high school there on... Um, What's what was oh, the entrance what road? Yeah, yeah. There's all the local references for. I'd love to see those stationary fixed speed cameras gone, and I've, I'm disgusted by the fact that we have these private people buying these cars, where they fill it with the the camera gear and then just go and park it on the side of the road, and they can collect revenue on behalf of the the state government. It's fucked. Is that a, is that how it works? Yeah, they're privately owned. Those speed cameras are privately owned. So they engage in a um, some sort of lease arrangement or some sort of licensed arrangement. So they, they front the costs for, for these cars and then mm. they just drive them around and park them in whatever positions they so desire based on the, the laws that, that have been laid out in front of them. And uh, yeah, then they, so they feel find like it's us. like a taxi license. They cost hundreds, hundreds of thousands of dollars, but you're going to make all your money back. What, well, what taxi licenses used to cost. <laughs> What are they now? <laughs> Fuck all. Uber destroyed that industry as well. Yeah. How's all that going anyway? It was $250,000, Class action and... Because well, I remember when Uber first came out. No, it's all been Really passed. early. Um, the first cabbie that had a rant was... It, it was the first one that told me how much his license cost. And this it's was the plates, between, not the license. It's the plates. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, fucking insane, the money. Yeah. Like, when I, I used to administer deceased estates and the only thing worth any value in this guy's estate was a taxi number plate. You know, me being 17 years old, I was like, what the fuck? I don't get it. I've got custom number plates. They got me 500 bucks. It was 300 at that stage. Fucking hell, they're yeah. so expensive now. What? Um, I don't fucking get it. And the guy's like, what do you mean? They're taxi plates. Of course they're worth heaps. I'm like, yeah, but if you buy them, then you have to drive a taxi. That sounds shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that the plates ended up selling for back then it would have been 2000 2001 um sold for like $180,000 I was like I don't get it and he's like yep and they go up every year yeah the guy that spoke to I I think he said like $280,000 that's crazy money but yeah Uber absolutely did destroy that industry I'm not suggesting that no it's 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 good and bad we we've got this constant evolution of of society like Again, that um, that numpty I was just talking about there that lost his license for, for, for that same speed camera, he owned a print shop. Mm. And 30 years ago, that print shop was necessary. Yeah. He was providing a service to the community and he was being reasonably well paid, for again, for all intents and purposes. But he also had some of that old school technology. Hey, did you say West Gosford? Yeah. My dad was a marketing manager for a print shop in West Gosford. Oh, really? Yes. We should talk about that offline. <laughs> they could know each other. Um, it was Puma Print. No, different company. Different company. Yeah, there was only two guys in this company. Ah, right. His dad was at a big one. But um, so as to your point. Yeah, so the, the, like that's an industry that doesn't need to be here anymore. And yeah, those it sucks that those... Like, if you used to build horse and uh, uh, carts for horses 80 years ago... We can't demand that that industry comes back around. Like, what the fuck? Who's going to buy them? There needs to be some kind of... Transition. Well, there needs to be a requirement for them. Like, if you're providing a service that nobody, legitimately nobody fucking needs anymore, yeah. then, okay, we, like, it sucks. Upskill, diversify, move on, whatever the case is. This kind of attrition is going to happen I when saw it comes to um, today the uh, CEO of BHB um, had said... That, you know, uh, global warming is... I'm going to fucking fuck all this up, his quotes. I'm paraphrasing basically. No, he said the opposite. He said it's, um, you know, it's without a doubt that it's a, a concern and it's the biggest threat to, I don't know if he said humanity or society, um, but he was pledging $400 million to research um, into green initiatives, um, which is funny because it was the, the biggest mining company in the world. Right. Um, <laughs> my point is, <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the um, end. Well, that's I don't, what she I don't said. have the I don't have the brain capacity for the point. No, that's not true. Um, I think it kind of goes along the lines of dying industries in a way, and I definitely don't think those industries are going anywhere anytime fast. Mining's going nowhere. No, not uh, at all. I but mean, Australia, we make a fuck ton of money by selling dirt to other countries and things that are in dirt or under dirt. So. But I think it's interesting too that it's, and I know there's a lot of people that are of that, um, you know, if you if you get into kind of those political, um, environmental, left versus right debates of, my, you know, it's at a very basic um, level with no intellect or intelligence behind it. It's mining industry needs to die and fuck off and they all need to become programmers. <laughs> no, um, they all need to learn get to different code. jobs. Hashtag learn, hashtag learn to hashtag code. Hashtag learn to code. But it's kind of interesting though that I thought that was I don't know what it means um, I don't understand enough about the industry or the space but I you know from an outside looking in I was like oh that's really cool that they're you know he's pledging 400 million I don't know when or how or years or days or whether it's instant to improve and to work on initiatives that reduce their carbon footprint which is some insane number you know being the largest mining company in the world yeah um, but it's kind of that you know it's along that lines of some industries are going to, when we've seen jobs, businesses, industries die, and it's going to happen. Of course. And, you know, whether you can prepare for it but or it's, not, it's, it's probably, it's, it's, it's inevitable about, and it's probably impossible. It's not It's not about preparing for it though. Like, Did blockbuster prepare? <laughs> we've got these doomsdayers that are saying, okay, well, you need some sort of universal basic income, blah, 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 because all of these industries are going away. It's been fucking happening for years. This has been happening. Industries have been dying off. How about those people who knew how to uh, manufacture film for 35mm cameras? Mm. Right? The camera industry is booming. There are people making money out of different segments in that sort of offshoot of that, that industry. But there are skill sets that aren't going to be required anymore. No. Being a blacksmith, right now, if you are a legit awesome blacksmith, you're going to be making so much more money because you have a very specialist very or specialized or set of skills. So you could be charging a few hundred bucks an hour just to be out there banging on metal. 
but that industry for such a long period of time. And also, Blacksmith used to be, you know, the, the surname Smith. Well, it's from Blacksmith. Yeah. So that's why. Because you're because usually named, your name came from what you did. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Um, so Ellis, we were murderers. And Rafferty were drunks. I don't believe. Rafferty, Rafferty's rules means no rules at all. Hey, I'm down. <laughs> that seems to work. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the 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 dying of industries, it does suck, but it's not like it happens overnight. So if these people are still sitting there going, no, 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 it's all good. Um, you know, horse carts are going to come back in fashion. I'm just going to keep doing it. No. Like, the writing's on the wall. You can see you're in... Wake up and smell the flowers. Mm. If you need to upskill or cross-skill or whatever the case may be, but get out in front of it rather than just wait until the end and... Like Don't all protest the, and fight it because you'll be left holding the bag. All those, all those people that worked in the Holden and Ford factories yeah. that were... It was subsidised eff- by the government for way too long. Effectively unskilled workers. Yeah. These are people who... And, and these guys are getting paid seventy, seventy-five thousand dollars $75,000 a year. And then they're complaining about it afterwards. You're already being paid too much. You're being, you're being paid the same money as a nurse who went and did a three-year degree and saves lives. And you're effectively a labourer. And you use a pneumatically assisted arm to install wheels on a Commodore <laughs> and you're getting paid the same fucking money. As a nurse. And then your union's going to bat for you and say our conditions need to improve. Somebody hurt their back once and therefore we're all fucking striking. Like, th- that's why manufacturing died in Australia. Yeah, and well, and the US too. And the government in Australia, we subsidised it so heavily for so long. It was a Ponzi scheme, basically. It was a Fugazi. It was... It was not. It wasn't a real business for so long because it was propped up by the government. Yeah. And then when it got close to like, oh, we're going to kill it in a couple of years, they're all, you know, up in arms. Like, but you should have known when they started propping it up. You yeah. should have been like, fuck, I'm yeah. either going to retire before this ends, so I'm okay, or I'm not going to have a job in five years. Yeah. I need to do something about that. And it's you know very easy to say for me, but. I could have, my jobs could have, well, I got made redundant once. You know, I'm, I haven't yeah. been to university. I've always well, I got made redundant once and then they employed somebody to replace me. I think that's the very definition of bullshit. Um, that exact same thing yeah. happened to me too. Um, I don't know the timings. I didn't chase it. I've, you know, it could have been all hunky-dory. It might yeah. have been all by the book. So, you know, I yeah, was, probably I was happy to part ways and it was. You've only got a couple of weeks to contest it really anyway. Yeah. But you know, it's easy for me to say because I haven't been in their scenario. But at the same token, if you've got, if you, if I found out now that Facebook was going to be banned globally in five years, I would be like, "That's the main source of income for our business." Yeah. What the fuck are we going to do? Exactly. If my business isn't going to evolve, well, you don't just sit there and go, "I don't know." They're going to change their mind. Yeah. Or I should protest it and do a GoFundMe or do a Change.org petition because fuck, you know, good luck, honestly. I would make a move. I would be like, what possibly can I do? Maybe I should go pack shoals at Coles because it's a better option, you know. And it, that's better than yeah. jumping up and down, having a tantrum and not doing anything about it. Particularly if you get out there in front of it because the bulk of the people are just going to sit there until the end and then you'll have this influx of people, uh, you know, looking for reasonably unskilled work. And there's nothing wrong with unskilled work. Please don't misrepresent what I'm saying. But if you are doing an unskilled job, something that you can literally walk into and learn within a few weeks because somebody else taught you about it, that is unskilled work. Mm. Uh, and and it, I mean, it keeps our country going. The bulk of work out there is reasonably unskilled. But I mean, why the fuck are you getting paid $70,000 a year? I mean, that's obnoxious. The retail managers, somebody who has some form of understanding, let's say working at somewhere like Super Cheap, they will work six days a week. They will do at least one 12-hour a day per week. They have understandings of budgets, of rostering, of mm. human relations to some degree. Managing a store. A bit of sales skills. Yeah. And they'll get paid. They're on, they're on 50. If you're lucky, they might be on yeah. 44, 45 too. That's um, craziness. Yeah. That's craziness. Um, I saw an interesting quote. Say it said, uh, every day... Someone unknowingly does the biggest poo in the world for that day. I thought you had some 
really good genius you're going to bring out there. How is that not accurate? It's accurate as fuck. Yeah. Oh my God, I did not fucking just say that. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I actually have a good point about something I saw today. Yeah. Um, there's Make a quote, it quick because I got to piss. Um, are we, we going to wrap up soon? Or? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, there was a quote going around by a few people I saw shared about, and I've, it's fucking, it's been, it's exhausted the quote. Yeah. Um, it was to do, and I'm not saying it word for word, it was to do with if someone looks okay, smiling, all these things turn up to work, doesn't mean that they're necessarily okay. And it's funny, you know, I look at that and I could be completely wrong. This could just be the cunt that's in me and the cynical person in me. I think this relates to what Josh said in episode one about the kind of okay day, token gesture. Um, and to me, it's a little bit of virtue signaling. People share this as in virtue i care about mental health you know and as someone who knows people who have been through some extreme versions of it have suffered with it myself it i just look at it and think good good work mate you just did nothing like mm. it had, i s suffer with it on and off and i'm like that, that's useless and i know people that suffer even worse than way worse than i do way worse than what I've had to go through and go through. I just don't see what that's doing. And look, someone can fuck tell me I'm wrong. It, to me, it was the same shit as the fucking are you okay day, fucking share a post hashtag and you're not really there. And maybe there's people that are sharing that post I saw today that really do care and I could message them and be like, mate, I looked okay today at work but I wanted to jump out of the window and they'd go, fuck man, that's awful. Tell me about it. You want well, to go get a beer? You work on the ground floor. I don't know. I work on the fourth level. I no, have no, a view no. over the Mariners private training pitch and I always complain that the windows don't open but apparently it's because people want to jump out so we don't have... Is that a New South Wales state regulation that you can't I mean, mo Most of Australia. Um, what I noticed when I was in the States is they're like, y y go for it. No, <laughs> Our windows open was as wide as you Was that based on 9-11 so be. you could get out the window? No, they, well, this was well before 9-11. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, Anyway, shall we wrap it up on that point? Yeah, let's have a crack at uh, putting uh, that one in the back door. Excellent. Well, um, we're now on iTunes, Spotify. Yeah, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, we don't really have any control over when we appear on the um, the Google Podcasts app. Uh, Google just has to automatically put it in there for us. Um, so all of you uh, fantastic, intelligent Android users out there. Which will be me tomorrow. Yeah, Raf decided that he wanted to be a green bubble. We can talk about that in the next episode. I'm, that's a good idea. I'm not ready to chat about it. It's getting an S10. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So um, hit us up on the socials, instagram.com slash advice for blokes. Uh, same thing on the Facebooks. Yep. And then, uh, again, blokesadvice.com, who we are in no way affiliated with, or nor do we represent. Head over there and check out your merchandise days. Um, Raf, thanks for putting number two in the can. Thank you, mate. It was a pleasure. All right. Talk to you all soon. See ya.